Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This episode is brought to you by Patreon.com slash SPFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 169. You're listening to the number one nice. video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the platinum pressure cooker, Lopez. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, buddy? Glad to have you back. He's just steaming up those platinums. That's right. <laughs> getting those, getting us those juicy, hearing. steamy platinums. Yeah, those Ooh. juicy, steamy platinums. <laughs> the other voice you're hearing is David Bagel Envy Tate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so much envy of the bagels that are worse oh, than my New York bagels. I'm so it, jealous. It, it's, I feel so bad for you, David, Ooh, because all these years you've been lording over your superior bagels and pizza <laughs> in New York. <laughs> and then the New York Times comes out yeah. with an article, an expose. It's if more you of will. an opinion piece, if you ask me, but. It, uh, I think it's, they blew the lid off this thing. It was, it's a, a scandal, perhaps, uh, Bagelgate, some people are referring to it as. Um, but yeah, saying that the best bagels are actually on the West Coast. San Francisco <clears throat> and LA were cited as having some of the greatest and best bagel shops, dare I say, in the world. Now, listen, if, and, you, if uh, you want, if, if that, if you need to believe that to feel okay about living in the place with worse food, uh, I, you know, I, I wasn't needing to be convinced. I've celebrated California bagels for some time now. <laughs> David has made me feel very ashamed for it. Yeah. But, you know, oh, to you should hear be a New Yorker yeah. saying, former, actually, sorry. Former New Yorker. Former. Sorry, New Yorkers. Listen, yeah. Yeah. this person. She's like. This is proving my and point. And good riddance. <laughs> and good riddance, she says. She moved away from New York City. Are on the West Coast. She moved away from New York City, right? Because the and bagels she had were to so justify inferior. her terrible decision somehow. Yeah, she, she took had a trip to out here. Her she decision. tasted a delicious yeah. California bagel and was like, I, "I can't, I can't live in New York anymore." Yeah, the worst. Like, I'm not looking back. <laughs> the worst <laughs> bagels are in New York now. What are you gonna do? So excited in the chat. He's saying they're the IGN of newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, now that we've got Bagelgate out of the way, the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Uh, but first, what games are you gentlemen playing at? I would like to go first, if I may. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to say, P Bagelgate aside, we can all agree, Pizza bagels are where it's at. Pizza! <laughs> yeah. You know? Pizza! <laughs> you gotta get the, the crazy psychopath vibrato going. Oh, it's, yeah. So, pizza bagels, guys, don't worry. We're still friends because we, we all love oh, pizza yeah, bagels. Oh, yeah, good, good, good. Uh, uh, but I have been playing two games this fortnight. One mm, of them, of course, is Valheim. I have played over 120 hours of that game at this point. Probably 122 hours. Um... 
madness. I cannot believe I have played the game that much. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. It's bonkers. But uh, so f- tomorrow night, uh, as of this recording, we're recording this on Thursday, um, uh, March 11th. Uh, Friday night, I'm going to beat the fifth boss in Valheim. I don't even oh. know its name off the top of my head, but that's okay because it's kind of Cocky. a spoiler anyway. What? It's very cocky here. I'm going to beat him. Oh, I am. I'm definitely going to beat him. Well, no so, way I'm listen, lose. I brought in some ringers. We got Eric, <laughs> who's way over prepared. We've got uh, our our Aussie friend Lars. I don't know if you've ever met mm. Lars, but he he's been uh, he's been helping us out, and I think Ronan is going to help us out. And ah, so nice. All of us are going to band together and beat this final boss, and it'll probably be my last Valheim stream for a little while because, like, everyone's still streaming Valheim. I want to do something unique and different, and I think Eric mm, and I are going to mm. switch to uh, to Super uh, Super Mario 3D World next week. Ah, uh, cool. So yeah, cool. we're, we're going to play a little co-op. It's going to be great. Uh, and then so lots of Valheim. Um, it's, that game is so good. It's so fun. I'm going to give it a pizza rating next episode. And uh, if you have a PC that can run it, just buy the game. It's 20 freaking bucks, like 120 <laughs> hours of fun for 20 bucks. You can't go wrong. That's it's amazing. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Uh, so, yeah, Valheim. And then my second game that I played is uh, on Sunday. I found myself with a little free time and uh, I was like, hey, I've got this Oculus Rift I haven't played in a long time. Let me, Ooh, what what games yeah. do I have? And I had games that I bought that I've never played on, on in VR. So um, I loaded up a game called Stormland, mm. which is mm. Insomniac's last game before they got purchased by oh, Sony. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So it's, a, it's an Insomniac game developed in VR. And uh, actually it has like a couple famous, uh, I, I know it has Morla Gorondora in it. Who is she's a pretty famous voice actor. She was the 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 act. I don't know. Did any of you play Moss? Yeah, I know, I loved it, right? she was the voice in yeah. Moss. Um, and so she's also okay. in this game. She she's also in another game I want to play called uh, like a Westworld VR game that I want to play. Um, she's like got this like niche in VR right now, which is funny. Mm. Um, but anyway. Uh, it's, it's like it's, you got a voice for virtual reality. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> She's got a great voice. She's also Eris Morn in Destiny One and Two. Oh, okay, and uh, just just a wonderful voice. So every time mm-hmm. she shows up in a game, I'm like, oh yes, oh good. I like nice. I like her. Uh, but um, so it's really fun. You 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 play this robot that's like woken up from like you you were part of this robot society on a planet that's not Earth. And I mm-hmm. guess you were like trying to to settle this planet and something went really wrong. Um, and so like you wake up as this robot and none of your friends are around and your village is destroyed and you're like trying to figure out what happened. And um, so far, there's been a little bit of combat. You So you shoot, you have a little gun that you get. Uh, and then there, it's also got like really fun traversal. Like um, you can climb almost any surface with just your hands, which is like one of the best ways of getting around any VR game is using your arms because it just feels so natural. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but ladders are the most fun thing yeah. in VR. <laughs> yeah, You're so like, you can look at me. Oh, yeah. look at me go. Yeah. Well, because it's like one yeah. to one, right? Like when you walk around, yeah. you're just pushing an analog stick. But when you're climbing, you're actually doing that. So it's like really fun. Yeah. Um, and uh so yeah you you're you're trying to figure out what went wrong uh you meet an ai that may or may not be trustworthy and she's like helping you figure out what went wrong and the combat's really fun um it, i don't know it's it's really fun it's no it's not half-life alex it's like somewhere between 
uh, Batman Arkham Knight and Half-Life Alex, uh, <laughs> like so like more story, probably a little bit longer. But I've looked up how long it takes most people to beat it and it takes them about five hours. So not much longer than Batman Arkham VR, whatever that was called. But yeah, uh, but really cool. I'm enjoying the vibe and the the traversal and the it looks really pretty and it's fun. So and also it makes me sad that I'm probably not getting any more uh, Insomniac VR games uh, on my device of choice because, mm, you know, they're yeah. they are now Sony only. So, yeah, maybe on the PSVR, too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who's to say? I currently have no plans to buy one of those, so... Well, you just have to make some plans to buy one. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) I don't wanna. (laughs) Put it it in the planner. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll just write it in. Just pencil it in real quick. (laughs) Pencil it uh, in? (laughs) Easy. Anyway, that's that's all I've been playing at. That's that's my two games. Nice. Nice. What about you, Mike? What are you Uh, up to? Oh, I'm gonna have to get a little prop here. And my apologies, I don't have anything bubbly to drink tonight, so... Mm. Mike, are you going to poison oh. yourself again? This will not be as oh, interesting audio-wise. We'll but. call it, for the audio listeners, it's a touch of the bubble. Now, Mike, if you get, <laughs> if your mouth gets itchy again, yeah. drinking out of this thing, well, there's uh-huh. a problem with this thing. You should probably stop using it. Yeah, but we kind of made a deal, <laughs> didn't we, that I would drink out of it whenever I got a platinum. Yeah, but yes. not at the expense the of your platinum. health. I don't, yeah, I don't think that the was in the writer. goblet and... When what happened? You you last time you got a platinum, you drank out of this thing, mm-hmm. and you you got some kind of flesh eating disease. Is that yeah? What kind of, like my whole face and and body were very itchy. Um, That's okay. Terrible. How long did <laughs> it, it was last? getting did like progressively worse? Uh, did it last past the podcast episode? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably until the next morning. Oh no! Yeah, that's pretty. And wild. here you are doing it again. Here we are doing it again because I've gotten another platinum, guys. Oh my yes. Gosh. Hashtag platinum the hat. I've been playing Man Eater. What the what oh, okay. is that game? Oh, the shark that's, game. That's the shark oh, game. Yeah. It's like GTA Grand Theft Shark. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know. There was there's not a lot to this game. Uh, it's literally just swimming around and, and eating people. Um, but <laughs> I mean, those are two of my favorite things to do. So it, it was mm. just like very mm. simple and cathartic. And, um, yeah, it was kind of a cool, a cool time waster, uh, while I was doing other things. So you got to, you got to work out your innermost built up desires of, you know, eating, eating people. Eating yes. people. <laughs> <laughs> are you a secret cannibal like army? Hammer? <laughs> well, if I said anything, it wouldn't be secret. So, Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's so true. Um, yeah. He's got so, you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd probably give the game like a three out of five. It, it's like fun enough. I, I think it's a good. Okay. It's a good uh, time waster. It's a good time. I don't think everyone will probably platinum it. It's not. Um, it's pretty repetitive. We'll, we'll put it that way. But it's also pretty short, so it kind of hits that sweet spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've also been playing Maquette. Um, which oh is yeah, the new puzzle I, did, game I downloaded it, but I haven't. I have not tried it yet. It's really cool. I haven't beaten it yet, um, but it is. It is fun. Uh, for those who don't know, it's kind of like a MC Escher esque like puzzle game where, uh, you know, you're you're in sort of a area, and there's like four sides, and each side um, looks like you know a house or a castle or you know something like that. And if you walk to the center, there's like a smaller model version of of the place you're walking around in. And if you look out into the horizon, there's a much larger version of the area that you're walking around in. And so sometimes you have to do things like, oh, pick up a key that's like a normal size key, like where you're walking around and go drop it down in the middle 
And then suddenly, like perspective wise, you you put this, you know, regular size key on this model to make a bridge uh, in the model. And now they'll like a gigantic key will drop down into your <laughs> area to make that same oh, bridge. That's super cool. Um, and so all the puzzles kind of have that sort of uh, logical, like, how do I interact with these two or three worlds in order to, um, you know, traverse these different areas? It's, it's pretty cool. And it's only a little interesting story uh, along the way as well, but it's totally worth checking out. Um, awesome and the rest of my time i've been playing final fantasy 7 remake finally oh yeah because it was the free one of the free games, yeah. the free games. and and i had like meant to pick it up anyway and i just haven't <laughs> gotten around to it um so you know it worked out for me you could still buy it well and and <laughs> you might still need to right if and and if you want to play the ps5 version you, you still need <laughs> you to gotta, buy it you gotta buy it um, <laughs> that's a shame but yeah, also I mean, kind of makes you, sense, but you, it's still a shame. Yeah. So yeah. So to, to clarify, uh, if you already bought the PS4 version, the digital edition or, or the disc one, you get the PS5 upgrade for free. But if you're using the PlayStation Plus uh, free version, that's PS4 only. Uh, it will not automatically upgrade to PS5 this June um, when that update is available. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was really, really curious to check this out because I, uh, I like the original Final Fantasy seven, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Like a lot of people are, it's, it's not like even mm-hmm. my, my top three favorite Final Fantasy games. Wow. Um, I think it's a good game. What's um, your second? My second? Cause your first Ooh. is Final Fantasy six, six. Yeah. Uh, my second one is probably nine and then my oh, okay. third one is 12. Okay, cool. Hmm. Nice. And, and mind you, all these games, they have like problems that are, you know, unique to them. Um, I, I think seven had a little bit of a storytelling problem uh, and a not very compelling villain. I know that seems weird because everyone loves Simpson Sephiroth, but I don't think he's that compelling of a villain. <laughs> yeah, the game is. So <laughs> I think one of the things that, that made seven really, really special and, and the reason it's one of the most popular Final Fantasy sevens is especially at the time it came out, it had amazing presentation. Like there was nothing mm-hmm. else like it. Right. Mm-hmm. Those, mm-hmm. those pre-rendered cutscenes, uh, uh, the, the rendered backgrounds uh, with your little poly characters, um, you know, 3d battles, which had like the, you know, a uh, bigger model version of the characters, like all that was really, really cool. Um, but you know, you know, dialogue wise, it was still, you know, an RPG in 1997. So mm-hmm. the, they weren't, you know, the best at it then. And, um, Sephiroth is like, he like looks cool. Right. But if you mm-hmm. like play back through seven again and like, think about it, half the time you interact with him as a villain, he looks sort of just like gives you a weird, like two paragraph speech and then literally flies away. <laughs> just like that's like 90 percent of your interactions with him until the end of the game it's really bizarre um and and doesn't necessarily set him up as like an impressive villain to me but you know that's that's my opinion um okay but the remake man the, the presentation like again they knocked it out of the park it, like it's really really pretty most of the time mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i think they're doing a good job it's a lot of the same dialogue so but some stuff has changed. I think the storytelling is better uh, than the original, which is great. Um, but we'll see if it resolves my other problems with the story, uh, you know, as as we continue to play it. Um, I will say one thing that really surprises me about that game, and, and I can't explain it because if you've played through like the demo or, or even the beginning of that game, it's absolutely gorgeous, almost flawless, right? It looks so good. And after you're out of the, the very beginning of the game, like after the reactor area, 
and you get to like uh, the Sector 7 slums for the first time, mm-hmm. you start to notice there's like some really extremely low poly textures in this game. Yeah. Like, or really low, low res, hideous, right? really hideous. Yeah, it's like very strange. Like sometimes there's popping, you know, that that happens. You'll you'll see popping. There's other times where you'll have a full blown cut scene with the characters like they intended for this scene you know, to be this scene and those textures never pop in. They're just the low res texture all the time. And it's like one of the touting, like one of the, the selling points of the PS5 version, right? Is like, we fixed the textures. We know they're mm. bad. So we fixed it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the frame rate and everything's supposed to be higher and lighting yeah. effects and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of tempted to actually, I was planning on buying it mm-hmm, um, anyway at some point i think I, I wonder if you can get it kind of cheap on disc right now you can you can get it on amazon for, for like for like 25 or 30 bucks yeah it's practically free mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i'm just about at the end of of remake um nice i'll probably beat it this weekend and then i'll be able to give it a rating oh very cool yeah you bl- cool. i can't help but notice you blew right past the part that it felt like it took me forever to get to which was yeah. the house fight that i uh famously <laughs> rage quit uh on stream um <laughs> uh, you you like you blew right pat like it came out and like two days later you'd already beaten it so i don't know how you do these things um mm. yeah that i will admit that man that fight is not fun though it's like nope. really really artificially long um it's not fun <laughs> Mm-hmm. but i'm with yeah, you on I that. that's I, that's one of the reasons i stopped because a it took me forever to get to the point where i died and then b i was like well i don't want to do that again and yeah. then die yeah. again like what if i die again i have to do it a third time i don't want yeah. so i just stopped playing the game entirely i i need i need adam to play this game i'm very interested for his perspective mm-hmm. versus what he remembers of ff7 mm-hmm. and i need david to finish this game so that we can mm-hmm. do a spoiler cast for it because i think well, it'd be really fun Make Square release it on PC and I'll I'll buy it and okay. start over well, then, again. Then two years from now, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the year uh, uh, maybe yeah. the year exclusivity uh, is up, you know, in a month. Maybe. You yeah, never know. Could be. You never know. Could come could out. Could be. Yeah. So um it, did you play anything else? No, nah, that was it. Were you good? All right. So um yeah, I this past two fortnights have played almost nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. there's been, we've had a lot going on over here yeah. just personally. And, um, and yeah, it just, uh, you know, we had my daughter's birthday and, but however, during, during, you know, some, some different visits with, with family and everything we saw, we did play some among us. And it's mm. so funny because my sister-in-law, heard the kids using the word sus when they were playing that game <laughs> and now she and my brother-in-law are addicted to saying it and so they'll be like using it just in day-to-day life like i don't know you see that guy he looks pretty sus you know? <laughs> like, and then or she'll she'll send over a text like hey um you guys feeling sus and then like <laughs> basically <laughs> will get us into a game of among us uh oh, but yeah so hilarious. we've been doing that that's been fun um then played a tiny bit more of call of the sea but i, I need to finish it i have seven days to finish it before my game pass oh expires. yeah yeah you gotta finish so that, i man. have uh by hook or by crook either next time i will have a a review or i will mm. have probably bought it <laughs> if i didn't beat it so uh anyway uh but yeah i played some call of the sea that game's still fantastic yeah. it's not long it's not long enough for me to take this long to beat it um it's just been very very crazy over here so 
And then in addition to that, we did watch a bunch of WandaVision. Uh, mm. And we finished that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so It was so uh, good. I, I loved it. I loved it. I, and, you know, I, I actually... Not to get, I'm not gonna get spoilery, but no. there was this whole thing that happened in the show that people thought was this like universe shattering thing that was gonna oh. mean so much. <laughs> oh, my heart <laughs> and, hurts uh, still. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and it was it was you know I digress, but anyway, yeah. Um, I actually kind of liked that <laughs> that it was like a, <laughs> a red herring, but um, anyway. Uh, uh, I, I just yeah. want to say I feel vindication. Lars is in the chat, and he just said he had a friend who bought a PS4 just to play the Final Fantasy VII remake because it was his favorite game, and he mm-hmm. stopped about ten hours in, probably at Hell House, uh, <laughs> because he had the same like issue as me. <laughs> so I yeah. feel vindication. <laughs> I'm not I'm not as terrible at video games as I thought I was. So oh man, and then I've also been doing just working on a ton of music, and so that's kind of why I have not Ooh. been uh, playing as many games, but. Um, this is kind of cool. This leads me to my next, uh, little tidbit, which is my, my birthday is approaching in three months here around about. Oh yeah. And the ghost of my thirties will be, you know, leaving in the background of the, of the podcast probably. And so in celebration, we were going to go on a cruise for my 40th and like kind of blow it up. Yeah. Um, and that's not happening <laughs> because, sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, global pandemic or something mm, going on. Something like that. Plus cruises um, and the pandemic, two things, like they were kind of like yeah. the beginning of the pandemic. And, so and honestly, who knows, by June, it might not be that bad. And it, it could be like where that kind of stuff is opening up or maybe you know, viable again. But yeah, I, I've decided instead of blowing it up in that way to blow it up and basically redo my, my whole home studio. And so oh, wow. I'm, I'm super jazzed. Yeah. Getting, you know, a, f- a few things I've been wanting for a long time for the studio. And, uh, yeah, so very, very excited about that stuff. So anyway, um, there are possibly other cool news, uh, to share on, on that front soon. So anyway, nice. uh, yeah, moving along, moving along. It is time for the Mm-hmm. All right, so, so good. we we have quite a few news items. Yeah, um, we do we'll, have a lot. Holy <laughs> moly! The, I think the biggest one, obviously, is going to be um, the topic. You know? Yes, so we'll, yeah. we'll share. We'll 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 hold off on the Microsoft Bethesda stuff until then. But pardon me, mm. I'll kick it off with uh, Epic Games has bought the Fall oh, Guys yeah. developer. Yeah, that's pretty so that's cool. pretty cool. I love I, it. Uh, just a little tidbit. You know, that was a tiny little studio. I guess I guess Epic actually bought their parent company. Um, and uh, But okay. yeah, so now I'm hoping what that means for Fall Guys, because I really enjoyed that game. I played it a ton back, you know, during the summer. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, I, th- I hope what that means for this game is that they'll get a bunch of resources and be able to really like keep up with demand on the content. Cause that was mm-hmm. the thing, like it dropped, it was a huge hit. And then there was just, they couldn't keep their small team. They couldn't keep up with like the appetite for more new content uh, mm-hmm. with that game. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's a pretty, pretty cool thing, especially, yeah. you know, if like, you know, it's, it's the old, uh, it's the dream, right? You start this little thing and then all of a sudden like Google buys you for a bajillion dollars, you know, and then, you're like, and then they shut well, you down okay. about three years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're fabulously wealthy and you can start something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So rumor has it, 
folks, mm. that Nintendo has planned a Switch model with a bigger, well, not quite bigger. Well, is it bigger? It's, it's bigger. Anyway, bigger yeah. Samsung OLED display. <laughs> not high resolution display. Support, 4K support in dock mode. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, because yeah, it came out that it was, they were still planning to have the screen in handheld mode be 720p, mm-hmm. which yeah. I have no problems with. But, um, you know, still like at, at that that size at that distance where that you would typically hold it. It's still what they, what Apple would call a retina display. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, and uh, I'm excited about this, uh, because I've been hearing more rumors recently that it might not just be an upscale in the dock. Um, mm-hmm. like obviously the switch is going to need upscaling to get to 4k, but the, the actual switch itself may actually have some slightly beefier components, like maybe a better CPU, uh, maybe mm-hmm. some more Ram or faster storage or something. Um, mm-hmm. because if, if it was just an upscaler in the dock, I probably won't buy one because like mm-hmm. to me, I can barely tell the difference between 4k and 1080p on my television at home. So like it's not worth it if the only upgrade is it can, it can now upscale to 4k cause I won't really mm-hmm. be able to see the difference. But if it's like it scales things up to 4k and it runs games better or yeah. higher mm-hmm. frame rates in more games or something like that, then, then okay. Now you got my interest Nintendo. So how cool would it be if Nintendo had hopped into the old AI upscaling game at this at well, this that's point what with the, the rumor dock? Is. That's what the yeah, rumor is. That would be very very Nvidia cool. makes their 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 hardware already, so exactly you know they can actually you know work with them to get that they're they're a really good DLSS two technology in there. Mm-hmm. I I find myself in this case like making the argument you would typically hear from David, which is that. It, the, the, whatever new model switch they they plan on doing like needs better hardware in it um you know that's always a tricky situation uh when you have like two models because you still need to be able to you know release games that can run on both consoles and, and have mm-hmm. that not be a problem but i i think especially in in like the last year or so we've started to see more and more uh games trying to sort of push the limits of that switch hardware and, and the frame rate like really is suffering Mm-hmm. Um, like that 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 breath of the wild-esque des- what was it what was it called the warriors is that what it is dynasty warriors or something i can't yeah the yeah i know, I know what you're talking about um, they made that zelda like giant fighting game oh, and hyrule yeah, the, hyrule, hyrule warriors, warriors. that's it's, what it's called yeah, it's a game um it was like even like during nintendo direct like they were showing things like here's their direct and they're showing a trailer and you can see this trailer like dipping down into like the low 20 frames and it's like yes thank you like the new pokemon i was like oh my gosh i can't believe oh man well the the current pokemon game the current pokemon on switch does not run that that hot that's true um yeah i i watched my son playing it a bit and Mm -hmm. i was like hmm like this just doesn't fly in, the, in 2020 at the yeah. time, you know, 2020, I don't know about this. You know? And I know uh, Apex Legends just came out for Switch um, like this week. And mm. that was like one of the first things people were saying, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's the visuals are kind of muddy and and 720p uh, docked at 30 frames per yeah. second where everywhere else it runs 60. Well, even and, Xbox one, it runs and a lot of players are saying, like, even if you temper your expectations, like, all right, well, 720p at 30 frames. They said a lot of times this game isn't running at 30 frames. Like, you get into oh. a firefight, and some people are, are it's dipping like sub 20. Um, <laughs> and, and basically, everyone's recommending that if you play something like Apex Legends, you need to go into the settings and turn off the cross play 
uh, option because you'll just lose. Oh. Like you need you need everyone to have the same disadvantage that you have in yeah. <laughs> framing. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah I think oh, it'd be a huge. Really funny. It, it's ready for a, a hardware upgrade. Uh, maybe not something so intense that you know you're you're going to have games that exclusive release on whatever the new switch is. So I don't think anyone wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly something that will just make everything that exists now run better. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, Sony and, and Microsoft mastered that with the last generation where yeah. they had the Xbox one and the PlayStation four, and then they had the PS4 pro and the Xbox one X and both of those consoles, you know, the games never were exclusive to the mm-hmm. pro or the X, yeah. but they always had better options, better visuals. Uh, yeah. in some cases they let you choose between better performance or better visuals. So, um, so, yeah, I would love that to be the case. I, I think I think Nintendo can pull it off as long as they are not resting on their laurels, because there's two Nintendos, right? There's the one that's like about to die and needs to do something amazing, which is the Nintendo <laughs> that gave us the switch. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. there is the Nintendo that is resting on its laurels and is how they dive to such a state where they need to be saved yeah. again. So hopefully yeah, that will. And that's, yeah. that's what brought us the NES too. that same like dire, you know, like, or actually that's what brought us the Donkey Kong. Uh, arcade hit right that saved mm-hmm. nintendo in the in their what was it early 80s i think it was 81 yeah. Yeah. and it also uh, so, gave us the wii and it gave us the switch yep. and so all of those things have saved nintendo and then they lose their way again and make the wii u or they lose their way again and make the n64 which was pretty good but or the gamecube like they, they were great systems but they didn't sell as well as their competition so yeah 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 so this is just a bizarro world one, um, and I'm, I'm I'm hoping you guys have heard about this because I actually don't know much about this story. I just saw the headline. And I was like, we have to talk about this. So Atari is oh. opening a <laughs> cryptocurrency yeah. casino <laughs> online. I'm I'm assuming this comes by way of tech radar. Yeah. What what do you guys know about this? What's happening? I- I, I just know everyone's getting in on the crypto craze. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I do legitimately think cryptocurrencies are going to be are maybe already are the next gold rush in a way like um, like I've, I've been reading so many things about Bitcoin. Uh, uh, Elon Musk just like invested a lot of Tesla's money in Bitcoin, which is so weird to me um, gosh yeah it, but people are treating it like gold and in some ways I, you know there are parallels in in how how it works because there's a finite amount it is a it is a finite resource and uh so i don't know it's just fascinating to see everyone getting on the there's that new that new digital art crypto thing yeah, nft oh yeah nft where people yeah. are making millions off of selling art that one you don't have the only copy of b mm-hmm. you don't or a a two <laughs> one one a and a two and, and d, d. That's right. <laughs> two you don't you don't have exclusive rights to it like like right. you can't use it anywhere um and and like c you don't really own it you don't right. like there's no i don't understand uh anyway, anyway i'm too old i'm too old for this no i understand I, like cryptocurrency i don't understand nft i don't really think i want to gamble any more than just buying cryptocurrency is you know like Mm -hmm. i don't think yeah so anyway that's 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 my take uh (laughs) my my take is that uh after after atari kind of shut down and then came back um they kind of came back as the company that will just they'll just do anything (laughs) 
Like, uh, so, you, right. so you didn't want our vaporware console, huh? What about a casino? How about that? You like casinos? <laughs> like, we'll do anything you want. Just tell us. Oh, man. Yeah, Atari's on a weird trajectory. And I, I'm not sure. Maybe it pays off for them and they become this massive, like, successful company again. I, I just don't. I doubt. I don't With know. this strategy, I don't think that's the way. I think. It just seems like a real weird one. I think, honestly, I to me, it's it's an insane idea for any company to try to make a console right now, which was the first thing they tried. Um, <clears throat> like, don't, just make some games. See see how that does, you know? Like, make some good games. Yeah. That's all you need. Sega's been doing that for, they make good games still, and they don't need to make consoles anymore. So, um, so anyway, I, I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand it. <laughs> and then I guess we'll, we'll close it out with our cyberpunk minute. Is that, patch <laughs> out yet? Is that new patch out? Nope. I don't think no. it is. Nope. <laughs> no, that I, I, I don't, you weren't on our last uh, episode, Adam. So that, that patch got pushed to the end of March. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, so it's not out yet. And, um, that's kind of why I haven't been playing it. I was, I'm like, I don't want to push further into the story till like the next big patch comes out and then they pushed it more. So it's like, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's been like a month since I played it. I've forgotten everything. That patch ain't going to make the story any better. I don't just tell you. <laughs> if you I, I don't know. I think, I still think there's some good story in cyberpunk. Maybe not all of it. But definitely not all of it. Yeah, there's plenty of good moments. Like I was just watching a streamer play it, and there's this wild quest where I don't want to spoil anything. But there's a weird, mm. there's a wild quest that happens with some religious overtones. I'll say, and mm-hmm. it is it is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a video game, and I love how weird it is and uncomfortable it is and like emotional it is. Um, so so yeah, cyberpunk. Uh, also, yeah. Lars Dow did say in the chat. Uh, I can't wait for SBF VGS crypto to launch colon bath coin. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And it'll be cryptocurrency derived from my bathwater, I guess somehow. I don't know exactly how they'll achieve. (laughs) It's just a brand. That's all. How would you even create a cryptocurrency? I have no idea. Eric probably knows. Eric, can you make us a cryptocurrency, please? Yeah. (laughs) It's got to have a cool logo. (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on uh it is now i believe Uh uh-oh time for mike to struggle to read those tweets did we get tweets um, I don't know we, if we did. Did we send out for tweets this week? I don't think I was we working did. the whole time. I, I, I don't certainly think we did. didn't. I don't think I did either. <laughs> Oops. Oh man. It'd be the shortest version of, of this. The, <laughs> the show's coming apart of the seams. Look guys, give, yeah. give us a little bit of grace here. Uh, in that Adam and I both work at a hospital that's like completely slammed trying to like oh, get COVID man. vaccines out. And it basically Co- yeah. eats up every second of every day at this point. We're opening mm-hmm. up a new hospital and and dealing with COVID right now at the yeah. same time. And it is pure pandemonium. So it sure yeah. is. <laughs> so um, I don't think we have any questions. Looking, I, I see could, no tweets. Hey, hey, why don't we ask we could, each other we, some questions? Uh, we could solicit the chat. Yeah, we chat. Could. Send us questions you know? if you're out there right now. You yeah, got, if you've got anything... Great. If not, I'm going to ask Mike and David questions. I really, really hope. I really hope this is somebody's first episode. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> they just like this show. 
Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like we've been giving them gold so far, so mm, hopefully they're mm, like, oh, solid. I like this show. Ask me a question. Solid crypto, crypto gold. <laughs> yeah. Adam, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, so How dare you? <laughs> if, if I had to ask Adam a question now, I would ask him. And I can tweet this to you later if you want to make it official. Mm, okay. Um, Thank you. Do you think that the bagels in California just got really oh, good God. or have they always been this good and just like uppity New Yorkers couldn't uh, acknowledge it? They couldn't mm. deal with it. Couldn't deal no, with I honestly it. think that the California bagel game has been steadily improving over mm. the last probably mm. 20 years. I would agree. And I think it just was flying under the radar. Nobody knew. And it took it took a New Yorker who was brave enough to admit <laughs> Mm. Really, mm. that the California bagel was better than a New York mm. bagel. You know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you know that to me is is really what blew the lid off this thing. Yeah. Whatever helps you guys sleep at night. You know that's. <laughs> if this is helping you guys, I am all for it. I'm not going to shoot down your. I'm not going to yuck your yum. You know. Yeah, it's all yum here, David. I don't know what you're talking it's, about. It's, it's all yum. Sorry. Yeah, I mean uh, it's. Lars did ask us a question. If you have a Mm, podcast and don't talk about crypto, do you actually have a podcast? At this point, Mm. no, it's going to come up. Um, (laughs) Yes. And and whether it's just the I don't know how this works or it's the conversation about like the uh, just horrendous amount of climate damage that all crypto Mm. uh, does and will always do. um, Then climate damage from crypto, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's using oh, up yeah, so yeah, much energy. They're just cranking away, at, mm-hmm. like on electricity to to mine it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, like by definition, right? Like, and this is, I mean, probably massively incorrect because I'm not a, a very smart man. Um, but like, <laughs> my idiot version of like of cryptocurrency is that look, computers uh, basically come up with you know complicated problems that other computers have to solve, and that process of solving those is is the mining. Um, and then by its nature, so that the currency retains value, those problems have to get harder and harder and harder, which means more PCs, more compute power, um, more electricity, therefore being used. Um, and, and by its nature, because it's not a tangible resource, um, those problems have to continue getting more complex and harder and therefore requiring more compute power, which requires more electricity. Um, so no matter Hmm. what you do with crypto, like it by design it will always eat up tons and tons of electricity and it will continue to get worse the longer it lives well Hmm. unless you build into something like what bitcoin has which it actually has a finite amount of bitcoins and once it hits that point you can't mine them anymore right Right. and i Hmm. feel i don't i don't think they know who the developer is but the the assumption is that was written in because this person assumed if bitcoin does take off and people Mm -hmm. start wanting to mine more bitcoins uh, we need we need to have a reasonable limit here so we don't use up all the electricity by the end of it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think we're getting near the end and we'll probably be done mining bitcoins in 2022 at some point. So, oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. And then the value will just keep going up uh anyway <laughs> the, welcome right. to super best super bitcoin friends video game sleepover <laughs> <laughs> uh oh we got another question in the chat uh indeed uh so i'm low-key pumped for the harry potter ps5 launch mm. are you guys excited about it or is there a game uh, that's not what he said i i know okay he said are, are you, you keen for it i'm an american I'm i can't say these fun australian words okay say it. uh or is there a game you're looking forward to still this year uh i will say i'm not really super excited about the harry potter game but 
I can answer the second question. I am very excited about Resident Evil Village. Holy moly, I can't wait for that mm-hmm. game. It looks so crazy. Tall ladies and giant fat uh, merchant boys. I, I, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I live in a house with two people that are very, very uh, into the Harry Potter universe. So regardless of whether or not it ends up being very good or not, we'll probably buy it. Um, I think that decision's already made. Uh, we haven't seen a lot in that, but from that, you know, uh, trailer that came out a while ago, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people soured on the game after the whole JK Rowling uh, Twitter fiasco. Oh, sure. Um but I, I, I don't know. I, I like what I've seen of the game just from, cause it's not the developer's fault that, that she said things that, you know, offended people. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's like, how much do you, I know some people won't want to support it because of that stuff. So I, you know, either way, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it looks pretty sweet myself. Um, I like the, like the destructibility. I mean, really, it's still all the stuff we saw during the leak, you know, that a couple of years ago now that, that has me intrigued for the game and that it looks cool, uh, still based on that stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what the finished product looks like. Cause that could have been a vertical slice that, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff ends up getting cut, you know, um, it, it, you know, may not shape up as as well as we hoped or maybe it may be even better uh so you know it's just kind of it's a wait and see for me but sure. i mean we'll probably like kind of like mike was saying there's uh there's definitely a lot of harry potter fans in in this house and so we'll probably end up you know at least trying it <laughs> So, okay. Uh, one more, we got one more question. This one might be inappropriate. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, so they, you know, when I brought up the resident evil village thing that spawned another question. All right. So what is the deal with the big lady in resident evil village? Uh, and also is there a video game in the past that has thirst trapped you? (laughs) I don't know what that word means, but it's like you, you, you love it because you're thirsty for one of the characters like you desire them in a romantic or other way <laughs> in a carnal way David. <laughs> yes a carnal way um <laughs> yeah i was gonna way. say that was my impression them. Is, <laughs> if if the resident evil 8 uh hype has is basically taught me anything is that now i know way too many people in what their specific fetish is <laughs> yeah. um, so that's new and interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lady Dimitrescu, I believe oh, is, is her name. Oh, Adam knows her name. Okay, Adam's thirsty. Soccer bleu. <laughs> um, but yeah, the it, it is funny to me because I thought she was just a cool character uh, mm-hmm. during the demo and and during the kind of the lead up. But yeah, so many people are like, I want her to chase me around. You know, mm, <laughs> like, yeah. they're just like yeah. weird, getting but weird with it. There's another um, phrase like, I want them to step on me. Which I don't understand oh, that oh, huh. they want her to step on them, and I don't understand it. But I maybe I that's hope that's not, that's not incredibly dirty, and I'm just missing something. Well, let's just let's Google it real quick, guys. Let's see no, I'm not. I'm but good. You know, <laughs> I'm good about. I'm good. <laughs> you know, though, I will say for all the tall ladies out there, mm-hmm. um, hey, this is a perfect cosplay opportunity for you. It's true. Yeah. You're gonna be the, you finally you're gonna be are the star. You'll be the star of Comic Con or PSX oh, or you know man. what have you. 
you know, I can't tax, wait until we whatever. can have Comic Cons again and I go to New York Comic Con and I see this character walking around because there's yeah. gotta be there's gotta be a girl out there that's just perfect for this. Like she's been waiting her whole or, life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and probably, you know, you see these co- these cosplay people with like stilts and everything. So you mm-hmm. can probably get you know, get somebody way up there, actually like nine feet or whatever this lady's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know of a game that has thirst trapped me into playing it. Um, I don't think so. Uh, I will I say probably the original Tomb Raider, even though she was made oh, out of complete <laughs> <maybe>. triangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10th grade Adam was like, you see those triangles? She's not playing around, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Sexy triangles. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, goodness. All right. So, uh, moving along, I believe you guys, <clears throat> it is now the part of the show where we sell you things. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com. Yeah, it really is. Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. That's a website you should go to. And yeah, go check it I'm out not, real quick. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but it will blow <laughs> your mind when you get there. Um, <laughs> It, you'll have opportunities to do all kinds of things, mostly giving us money, mm-hmm. but also other things. So plenty um, of other things, <laughs> but yeah, mostly giving uh, us the money. one, the one dollar tier will get you early ad free access to the episodes. Um, and you know, you won't have to listen to this, this shilling, every even though it is my fortnight. favorite part of the show. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know why you would <laughs> want to listen to this. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, the $2 a tier gets you the Patreon exclusive mini sods. And of course, uh, the $5 is you get the after show you get, you know, and each, each tier stacks, you know, we have, uh, you know, some folks who've gone all in, they're getting the, the t-shirt, they're getting the calendar, the gift bag, the whole nine yards. And so, you know, we really appreciate you guys yeah. uh, for backing the show. Um, it, it allows us to do cool things like game giveaways and which we need to do no, another one of those pretty soon around yeah. here. I think uh, it's about yeah, time. And I need to send out, I need to send out the latest round of t-shirts to that tier of people. They're Patreon exclusive t-shirts. That's right. You can only get them um, yeah, on Patreon. So uh, I designed I also, them specifically for the Patreon folk. Yeah. So. I, I also do want to point out there's another Patreon exclusive at the $5 a month tier or higher. Um, mm-hmm. We do a whole other show. It's about 20 to 30 minutes uh, where we just kind of continue the stuff that we just couldn't fit into the show, but we really wanted to talk about. We throw into that show uh, and it's, it's a little looser. Uh, we have fun and uh, I, it, we record it really late. And so I'm always loopy yeah. and it's, it's always a great time. So uh, yeah, $5 a month or higher. You get to listen to more of us talking about things and it's in video format. So like win, win really. You know, have you seen us? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you you should come check us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the after show is fun. I like yeah. the after show because we can kind of range in any direction. And oh yeah, we talk uh, about other we, things too, not just video do. games. We talk about yeah. TV shows, talk about movies, we talk about music. Sometimes it's it's a good time. Uh, and then also one other thing I wanted to point out: um, we also are on Twitch. Uh, we the, sure are. The URL at is, this very moment. At this very moment, we're on Twitch. That's how we got questions this this fortnight. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do that more <laughs> often when we when we yeah. Uh, when and we thank stream. you, thank you to uh, to Lars Lars. I believe it's Lars Snow. No, it's it's, it's Lars, Lars now. Mm. No, no, no. It's it's there's snow in there. <laughs> okay. But yeah, thank you uh, for the uh, <laughs> the last minute questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so twitch.tv slash SPFVGS. Give us a follow. That helps us out. Uh, I know there's opportunities for us to to receive, you know, like games to try out on stream if we have a certain number of followers. So just giving us a follow helps us out. But if you also, if you have Amazon Prime and you've linked that to your Twitch account, if you give us a free uh, sub, which you get with that Twitch Prime linkage, uh, that also helps us out. It gives us two dollars and fifty cents. That's not nothing, Indeed. and it's free to you. So yeah, yeah. just hop on over to Twitch.tv/sbfvgs. There's a schedule if you want to see. Uh, it's mostly me who streams video games, but then Adam, Mike, and I every fortnight we stream SBFVGS. Um, Indeed. So yeah, come come hang out with me and hang out with us while we while we do fun stuff over here. And yeah, keep an eye on the the Twitter, uh, the Instagram because we're going to be doing a game night here pretty soon with all the three of us yes just so waiting for you to let be, me know when you can <laughs> yeah i just gotta <laughs> pin down a date um, and uh, but yeah that'll be on twitch.tv slash sbfvg that's right that's right there was madness in any direction So, Michael. Yes. Michael. It is your topic, good sir. Meat and potatoes, topic time. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Uh, Well, prepared, no, but ready, yes. Um, Okay. (laughs) Are we ever prepared for the topic? I feel boring. It's boring to prepare for things. I like to just give lots of lots of information that sounds correct, and then I'll Google it later and like, oops. But um, yeah, all you gotta do is say it definitively, and people believe it. I actually did prepare. I, oh, so wow. I, hopefully I can help help anchor us in fact. <laughs> that makes one of us. So, so hinted at a little bit earlier in the show, we we had talked about um how we were gonna discuss the acquisition of Bethesda games by Microsoft and, mm-hmm. and what that means. Um and, and specifically what I was curious about is um what had been sort of said by Microsoft a- at the announcement was that some quote air quotes here, some new titles would be exclusive mm-hmm. to the Xbox platform. Um, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That can mean a couple of things, right? It could mean that, yeah, games are still going to come everywhere. Like if you don't own uh, a PC or, or an Xbox, like you can still get these games on Sony or Nintendo. And, and I think part of that is probably true to some degree. Um, but it could also mean that, yeah, hey, not all these games will be exclusive on Xbox. Some of these will also be on PC. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just kind of curious where you think Microsoft is going with this. Um, I, I have my own thoughts, and I think a lot of it is going to tie specifically into Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of this acquisition is about beefing up the uh, the Game Pass library. Oh, yeah. But, they, they're adding a bunch of games, I think, tomorrow, a bunch of the Bethesda yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, Friday 20 after of them. we record this. Yeah, 20 of them. To 20 go. So I'm going to run down the list real quick because I yeah, got please it handy. Do. So Dishonored 1 and 2. Great games. Oof. Doom. Doom 2. Doom 64. Doom 3. Doom Eternal. Dang. That's brand um, new. Or pretty new. Yeah. Pretty new. Yeah. yeah. Fallout, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout 4. Fallout 76. Wow. Um, you've got Prey and Good Rage game. 2. Goodness. You've got The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. You've got Oblivion. Uh, you've got Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Online. 
Um, you've got The Evil Within, which is, of course, you know, from the original Resident Evil team, I Oh, believe. yeah, what about, what about The creator? Evil Within 2? Isn't that a game that came out yeah, recently? Yeah, that one's not in the list here. Oh, though. okay, interesting. Maybe yeah. that's probably coming soon, though. Probably. And then Wolfenstein, yeah. Wolfenstein The New Order, uh, the Old Blood uh, DLC, I guess, expansion, and then Wolfenstein. Oh, no, Old Blood is the sequel. Then Young Blood is <laughs> the uh, DLC, okay. I believe. So let me clear that up. Uh, so there's Wolfenstein New Order. Then there's the yes. Old Blood, which was standalone DLC. Okay, uh, gotcha. Oh, that's you have... the one with the, the daughters? Is that? No. Nope. No. Oh. No, it's a prequel to, uh, to the New Order. Okay. Um, okay. And then you have... Uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which is not uh, on Game Pass yet. That's right. That's right. Okay. And thank then you. you. You have the other one with the two daughters is the other game that's coming. To I'm Pass supposed right. to be rooting us. In fact, my, my, you team. are, but is, I, it, <laughs> I love some Wolfenstein. So I had to, is the, uh, yeah, is the one true. with the daughters on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. That's the young blood one. That's oh, young blood. blood. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I haven't played that one. I'm kind of interested in it. So now I can play it for free. Yeah. So, so the old blood uh, that was the you said that was the DLC for the first game, right? Yeah, it's a prequel to the first game, uh, standalone okay. DLC. Yep. Yes, and then Young Blood that was the one that came out after the New Order. That's like or the no, newest after one. Wolfenstein after the new Colossus. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Everyone cool, confused cool, cool. yet? I'm confused. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that's a lot of games <laughs> to get all added to Game Pass mm-hmm. one week before my Game Pass expires. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> How dare they? to be fair i feel like uh i feel like half of this list are games that you've probably either played already um or games that probably are not a draw for you specifically or games that have come free to you know playstation plus xbox live that's a good point you know epic games but yeah still still it's cool to have just get this drop of of a ton of games any that you haven't played or that you may have missed back in the day um would be a huge value and Mm -hmm. microsoft's crazy new frame rate boosting tech that they've been uh adding to backwards compatible games that's that's going to apply to a bunch of these i believe uh is what i read so that's awesome that is a cool thing to be able to play games that have never you know run on console more than like 30 fps now they're mm. they're boosted up to 60 you know on on series x yeah that's super cool yeah that technology's um, wild by the way because uh i saw a video it's of, witch magic yeah is what it a is a video from digital foundry where apparently they don't have to it's like a d it's a direct 3d trick uh which means that the, like developers don't have to do anything for mm-hmm. this mode to work like microsoft is <laughs> so testing cool. it out on games slowly bit by bit but the developers don't have to do anything to make it work it's crazy it's 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 mm. wild um it's <laughs> so, really cool yeah it's a very it's a very cool feature um microsoft so, has definitely taken the backwards compatible like, backwards compatibility support further than anyone else which yeah. is really really cool it is cool um, and i like microsoft's whole approach to like you know microsoft is a platform where you know you want games you get it you're getting some games and and like you know you can play them anywhere you want really and so Mm -hmm. you know like i can play most i don't even have to buy a new console i just have game pass ultimate and all these games that they just added i can now play too and that's amazing i believe most of these you can stream on xcloud as well wow so that's pretty sweet that's amazing yeah you you know you got to sit at the uh well it used to be more of a thing like you're sitting at the at the mechanic shop or whatever while they're changing your tires or whatever for an hour you could be playing some skyrim you yeah 
It's pretty sweet. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so this was a quote. So kind of back on the on the train of like, what does this really mean for platforms that are not Xbox? Because right. it means nothing but great things for Xbox, right? Sure. <laughs> it means like all like Phil Spencer has said, you know, Xbox and Game Pass. That's going to be the best place to play Bethesda games, you know, or from this whole slew of studios that came with the Zenimax acquisition. Um, oh, and and side note. I actually just acquired David's parents, so now I own David. I believe that's how it works legally. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress. Did but you yeah, acquire so... them in a game of chance? In a chance cube? <laughs> <laughs> it was billions. It was billions. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there's, of course, uh, this quote that came out, I think, right after it was finalized. Uh, Bethesda's Pete Hines uh, wrote in a blog post, we're not making any landmark announcements or changes right now, but he added that we'll be working on putting even more of our games into Game Pass than ever before, which is what we've seen, you know, this week. So uh, that's super cool. And that also tells me that it's almost like a, don't worry, you'll still be able to play Elder Scrolls or Fallout Mm -hmm. on whatever console you know that's the to me i keep reading that when i hear quotes like this Mm -hmm. um and then there was another big quote that came out or a big blog post from phil spencer i believe today um and this is kind of a lengthier um blog post so bear with me but Phil Spencer says, obviously I can't sit here and say that every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true. There are contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do in in every one of those instances. We have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to support those games on the platforms they're on. And just to interject, like, just like what they've done with Minecraft, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Minecraft has continued to get updates on PlayStation and Switch, etc. For a little um, while, it seemed yeah. like they were stopping, and then Sony finally gave it. Like Microsoft actually pu- pushed Sony to support uh, cross-platform yeah. in Minecraft before they would update it. So, like, they let the PlayStation <laughs> version of Minecraft lapse for a while until yeah. Sony was finally like, "All right, all right, fine. Here's crossplay." Yeah, and then they started <laughs> updating it again, which is just wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting to have direct competitors being able to leverage. Uh, their IP on each other like that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so to continue, continue the quote, uh, there's community of play communities of players. We love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there may be things that have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go to. So legacy on different platforms that we'll go to that, that to me speaks of kind of like what we're talking about. Uh, franchises that have been on PlayStation or switch or, you know, other platforms forever and you know it, it's it it kind of speaks of Microsoft not wanting the bad PR of like yanking the rug out from under those players, mm-hmm. um, and then continuing the pl- the quote. Um, but if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. So that is key, I think, kind of to what you were hinting at, Mike, which is. Um, you know, yes, there's all these games, this wealth of games, and we're going to be making money hand over fist on all these platforms. But <clears throat> now we have this great avenue to get exclusive Bethesda games for Xbox mm-hmm. platforms, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that he says, that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building and the creative capability we'll be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. So that is. Is I mean, that's probably the clearest statement he's given on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And 
and I guess it makes sense to kind of wait till it's actually a done deal yeah. to give a clear statement yeah, like course. that. But yeah, um, it to me it sounds like if you're a big Fallout fan and you're a PlayStation guy or or gal, then you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. But that is also to say there could be a, an uber amazing machine games game that comes only to Xbox. Yeah. Now. You know, there could be a super crazy, awesome Bethesda game game that comes only to get Xbox. Yep. Um, you know, so I, if you don't, if you didn't want to buy an Xbox and you don't have a gaming PC, at least you have the option of signing up for game pass and streaming. Games that's down, true. You know? That's a good point. Uh, so that is, it is cool that while they're doing this stuff, they've also made it super easy for people who are outside of their ecosystem to kind of dip a toe in, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and I got to say like, I, Microsoft paid how much, how much money to, like, to uh, seven and a half billion. Yeah. So if you're spending that much money and you're not releasing any exclusive games with this company, what Crazy. are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, and, so and, I mean, it has to be expected. You yeah. know, part of what my gut tells me is that uh, in addition, just bolstering the number of, of studios that they have because they, they needed studios and they've been you know doing a really good job buying legacy studios. Like um, really good studios. Really good studios. Well, cause, because the alternative to that, right, is you end up in the position that Google and Microsoft ended up in, or it's not Google and Microsoft, Google and Amazon, where they tried to just like, well, we'll just set up brand new studios with some veterans from across the, you know, uh, the gaming universe and, and we'll just expect amazing triple a new IP titles to come right out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to getting these studios that have worked, uh, their way, you know, through that process and figured out what works for them as a studio. So it, it, mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense to take a studio that's already got, you know, uh, IPs and it's got character and it's philosophy and just let them just keep doing the business that they do, but do it for you. Uh, mm-hmm. this also, I think is Microsoft an opportunity in, in what they really need are new IPs to sort of bolster their, their platform. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. right now they have, uh, you know, to this day, the franchise that they've had for a really long time and, and those franchises are still pretty popular. Um, but there's not a lot of variety there. You have like Halo and Gears and, um, and Forza. Forza, right. So how can yeah. you forget Forza? <laughs> right. Uh, so I, I think this, this, uh, acquisition is also about getting some brand new sort of IP like blood in, into their, uh, yeah, absolutely. Their yeah. And I mean, you have, you have the return of some old favorites, right. It was like fable coming back, mm. um, you know, perfect dark coming from the initiative. So there's some cool things on the horizon that are, going to be reinvented hopefully and, and become cool things for for the platform also but yeah this is that infusion of brand new ip uh from proven mm-hmm. studios yeah. like you're saying and that that is huge you know yep yeah and and like i know i'm seeing a lot of uh seeing a lot of sony fans in particular like really upset that Oh, I can't believe there's going to be a Bethesda game that's going to be exclusive. Oh, why'd they have to? Why did Microsoft have to buy the studio and remove that? I'm like, listen, guys, this is what Sony's been doing for a good while now. Like they, <laughs> right. they just bought Santa Monica. They bought uh, 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 
the new one I just mentioned earlier on the podcast. Insomniac. Uh, oh, um, Insomniac, Insomniac. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't be you can't be like celebrating Insomniac and Spider Man being exclusive, and then at the next moment be like Bethesda. How could <laughs> yeah. you? you yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like this this yeah. stuff happens as much as it's a kind of an unfortunate consequence of the way our gaming system is set up. It's just the way it is. Like Nintendo's been playing this game forever. Mm-hmm. Sony has been playing this game for a while now. Microsoft should have been playing this game and kind of forgot about exclusives for a little <laughs> while. And it's, you know, it's good that they're trying to like save that yeah. aspect of there. But like, this is just part of the, part of the, the, the experience. And, um, I, I want Microsoft to succeed because I think that competition is good for Sony and for Nintendo. Like mm-hmm. if, if Microsoft bows out, that just leaves PlayStation as like the dominant console and the Nintendo. I guess Nintendo's dominant too, but they're they're not the same like Sony and Nintendo, even though they have the same tactics mm-hmm. uh, in terms of exclusives. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they, I don't know. For some reason, it seems like they're not no, really directly I, I, competing I get you mean. with like, each other. Like there's a reason that like, you might have a mic like you might have a Microsoft console, you might have an Xbox, you might have a PlayStation, but you probably also have a Switch. Um, because they're yeah. offering unique experiences, right? Um mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that Nintendo is offering is about uh something gameplay wise that's maybe completely different than anything else you're playing. Like that's that's their way of innovation. And mm-hmm. uh Sony is is been really, really good about giving us like amazing visuals, but with fantastic gameplay to back it up. And a good variety, like your Uncharted's, your God of Wars, like things like that. Like you, you know, for, for whatever reason, at least to me, it always felt like other than Fable, which, you know, we didn't we didn't get another Fable for a really long time. Microsoft mm-hmm. kind of got into like this sci fi sort of like theme. And like that's their number one focus was like, if you don't like sci fi, well, sorry, that's that's what we make here. Yeah, it's true. Um, mm-hmm. so I think this is a good yeah, thing. And I, I think, I think the criticism of Sony's first party has always been, um, that it, it can get a bit too samey, sure. um, right from the other side, like that, oh, it's always third person action adventure, mm-hmm. story true, based, single actually. player, yeah. you know, and, or now as of late, there's been a lot of open world story based single player, you know, I was like mm-hmm. with horizon and days gone and Spider-Man, um, so, I mean, there's, I think, honestly, this is, it's, it's so interesting to see the way the two, I mean, granted those sell really well on Sony platforms, sure. so they keep making them. But, um, you know, on the other hand, you have Microsoft now that has not only the Bethesda stuff, but they also have, um, uh, Obsidian who can create these first person oh, yeah. you know, st- uh, character based RPGs, um, and so they they now have a corner on. I mean, they have another couple of great first person uh, type studios with uh, Arcane and Machine Games, and now they have Bethesda and Obsidian who can create these awesome RPGs. Mm-hmm. And I I believe they have Tango GameWorks too. That's who who does uh, Evil Within, so mm-hmm. they can do third person horror stuff. It's they have an unbelievable variety now. And not, not that all those games will be exclusive, but that 
I guarantee we'll be seeing those right on Game Pass day one. We'll be seeing exclusive DLC, probably timed exclusivity mm-hmm. on certain things. All of those little advantages will come now with, you know, anything those those studios are making. Sure. And that's that's pretty huge. I think the value of that is 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 huge. Yeah. Um, and so I think now, especially after this is now finalized, absolutely the ball is in Sony's court to to try to diversify, I think, their first party lineup and what they're planning um, beyond, you know, what they've been doing. Yeah. So I, I think everybody wins, honestly, mm-hmm. because if you if you like I said earlier, if you don't want to buy an Xbox, you could you could play it, you could stream it on Game Pass. If you um, you know, and if you're if you're happy about the competition, that means Sony now has to respond in some way. They don't have to go buy something for billions of dollars, but like they could definitely stand to try to compete on a genre to genre, you know, mm-hmm. um, level. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, <clears throat> it is cool. And also, pretty, I just want to pretty cool. Lars said something really fun in the chat. This might be a good bookend. I don't know if we're done with the topic, but. Um, you know, like all, all this, all this, uh, exclusivity stuff sucks, but Lars says, at least we have crossplay now, <laughs> but yeah. the thing is with all the exclusivity, maybe, maybe that's not so helpful, but <laughs> yeah, no crossplay on exclusive games. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, uh, anyway, that, that is, that is an interesting thing though, that we would not have if it weren't for Microsoft, I think, because mm-hmm. Sony was like dragging its feet on it. Microsoft's like, Hey, we'll do it right now. And like, yeah, yeah so <laughs> I, I really like I the think, game Microsoft's been playing. Oh, for sure. For sure. And uh, I do have to say this kind of off topic, but um, I do have to say, well, you know what? I'll save it for the after show. Ooh. Stay tuned, Ooh. folks. Stay tuned. Ooh, that's that, what we call a teaser. Yeah. Hook them and reel them <laughs> in, Adam. There you go. Ooh, I like it. We got to do yeah, more go of to that. Yeah, go to patreon.com slash SBFEGS. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Mike, if you have any closing thoughts, otherwise we can we can go and wrap up the show. Yeah, no, I think that was really good. Um, yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> we are excellent. We're at so podcasts. good at this. So good at this. <laughs> podcast thing. I think, I mean, you couldn't say anything else. Basically, well, no, you're welcome, SPFEGS listeners. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, you guys, end of the show plugs for all. You can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find links to the episodes, our social media, the Twitch channel, merchandise, Discord, which you should join, uh, bit.ly slash, what is it? SBFVGS Discord. There you Um, go. You got it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah. So go ahead and do those things. And then also, if you, of course, if you like what we do, you want to see us doing more of it, then you should go to patreon.com slash SBFEGS and support us just like our glorious Patreon producers, Tom Titus Hughes and Mr. Ronan Kai. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you You so much guys at, at the utmost of supportiveness, I would say. Yeah. And, and that usually that title is reserved for bras and underwear, but not in this case. So Anyway, of course, you can subscribe on twitch.tv slash SBFEGS. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, you can get that sweet, sweet Twitch Prime subscription uh, for free. So everybody wins. That's everybody right. Wins. Everybody wins. And, 
And uh, of course, you can leave us a delightful review on your podcast service of choice. That's right. Which we always appreciate. Yeah. And don't forget, um, if you do leave us a positive review on iTunes in particular, Adam and Mike, you guys will have to check the Android because I don't have that one. But uh, <laughs> I don't either. Uh, if you leave us a positive review, five stars only, we will read it on the show. Uh, we don't have any. I just checked on iTunes. We don't have any read today. But if you do leave us a delightful review, we will read it on the show. So you'll get a little yes. bit of fame with you. Fame. <laughs> yeah, fame. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? That's what All right. <laughs> a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome, handsome face. Mm-hmm. All right. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SBFVGS Podcast. Uh, I'm on there as well. Barry White. That's B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. That's me. And of course, you can uh, send over a PSN, Xbox Live, Switch friend request. Um, all my deets are on the Twitter. So yeah. Deets. That's what they say. Yeah. That's, the cool that's what streets. they say in Cyberpunk. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I know. I always hated chew. that word, and then they then they said it a lot in, in Cyberpunk, and I was like, it's cool now. It's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode one hundred and sixty nine. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more newly acquired by Microsoft SBFVGS episodes <laughs> and other day and date on Game Pass talk on gaming. So hit us <laughs> up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Let's see you guys. Yeah, 10th grade Adam was like, you see those triangles? She's not playing around. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Sexy triangles. <laughs>